first in-house, huh? First in-house. This, you are yes. our first in-house guest, and I think that that's kind of awesome. We had Dylan, we had Christina, we had Mr. Spaduti called us in. Yes. So, yeah, yeah this, is, this is unique. Dylan Grun? Yeah, the mm-hmm. Grundle himself. Oh, yeah, dude. He yeah, I haven't kid seen now, him right? since, we did, since we did Zivupa. Oh, yeah. I always forget he's in there. Yeah, no, because it was like it was like two days or something. Yeah, right? like if even that. Yeah, him and Julia. I don't yeah. even know if I was there though. That I don't know. Been, yeah, that might have been like no. You were because you were post. loading the boxes. Remember, you were. One oh, of, that's right. You were one of the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was when I found out that my my boots had no tread. Because <laughs> that driveway so, was like a yeah. sheet of ice. Yeah, and I was trying to walk up, and there was oh, literally shit. zero tread, and I was sliding. And Tom had he had brand new boots, and he was just pushing me up the hill. And I was like, oh, all right. Just, I think I need new. Boots. Dude, it's, every time I watch it too, it's one of my favorite cameos because I'm like, that's ah, Cody. <laughs> I forgot I was in that. I showed my wife. We watched it recently because she like knows Sam and she's yeah. like, oh, I've never seen. Well, I've never seen it. We got to watch it. And I yeah. was like, oh, I think it's on something now. And then that happened and she was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Dude, hell yeah. We, we are having uh-huh. our guest Cody Walsh on this week on the walk off of the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. Hello. How's it, how's it going, Cody? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah. So Cody is a professional lighting artist he's <laughs> he's in the biz as it were mm-hmm. and uh, you've, you've been riding a crazy wave it seems like every time i talk to you you're on another show you got another thing going so it's just awesome to watch your success keep kicking off oh i appreciate that yeah i mean obviously right now with the strikes yeah. uh, it's been it's been a rough halted, one but yeah you're lucky enough to just get more and more work in Pittsburgh than we used to get. Cause I feel like five or six years ago, we'd get maybe one movie at a time and yeah. then it'd be maybe like a month or two off until the next one. But now I think it's kind of been pretty much steadily at least one movie always shooting or TV show. And it seems like since the tax credit's been renewed and renewed and been a more reliable thing that more people have felt comfortable shooting here, which is really awesome. Yeah. And I think the what would really make it really kick off is if we had like an uncapped tax credit or something that was longer than a year. Because if we had a multi-year deal kind of scenario, then the infrastructure would build up better than we have now. Yeah, be something that people could rely on and trust is going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> and, and know that we could build, because we have the Warrendale stage now, we have 31st Street, and we have Three Rivers Studio in Crafton, yeah. which is questionably good enough to be- Gets the job done, but yeah. it's not ideal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we have the old Westinghouse building that is forever claiming that they're going to be closing it down for movies, but they just keep doing it. Yeah, and then Haddad's just started their own, right? Right, yeah. That, I yeah, I don't know enough about that. It's it, Do you remember, it's, as you go out on the way down like Mifflin Road towards the waterfront it's like where that old motorcycle shop for Harley Davidson used to be and then like they left and then they bought that building and like the warehouse that's behind it interesting okay but it doesn't seem like it, it seems like good for commercials but maybe not like big stuff that seems to be kind of the consensus I mean through the people that don't actually know who haven't been there and stuff like that, we fear that it might be more of a commercial thing. Yeah. But, and then there's supposedly something happening at Cary Furnace. I heard about this too. Yeah. But we don't really know exactly what's happening there either. Or even when. Right? Yeah. That's been kind of in the works for a long time, like many years. <laughs> they keep talking about this happening, which would also be strange because they're, I think, trying to build like condos or some kind of like work well the work offices would be awesome because then right. they, like you could have all the the office crew just like have a spot not far like yeah. which would be awesome yeah so i yeah I, again i think this all kind of hinges on them getting a multi-year tax credit incentive so that we could people be more likely to dump money into the infrastructure to build these kind of things yeah we could get like an actual entertainment partners and casting crew office in pittsburgh and not fuck up our taxes every year <laughs> claiming that we all live in california, california. which is god 
Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Can't stand it. Oh, man. But yeah, as far as like the actual work itself, you and I have collaborated a number of times, and I feel like every time I get the chance to work with you, I just feel comfortable knowing that the work's going to come out solid because like you and I have that shorthand. We know how to work together. And I think that that's like a really awesome thing to find with people. And it's yeah, like definitely. getting harder and harder to come by these days. Yeah, I think especially with the the gaffer and DP relationship, you have to have somebody that you can trust and also have somebody that when you're on like hour 12 or 13, kind of just look over and you can already <laughs> read their mind of what they're, it's like, oh, yep, you're already putting yep. the flag up yeah. or you're already already throwing a hair light in or something, I think. Or having, like from the other side of things, if I can just like pivot to like make your life a little bit simpler <laughs> like, and just kind of cheat it a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's like not having to involve the other the other members of the crew, the crew and like yeah kind of cut out the middleman as it were an yeah, hour definitely. 12 or 13 is like a normal day yeah. correct like yeah. that's yeah i want to emphasize <laughs> that that it's like because i get sometimes like people was like oh you've been on like film sets before and i'm like yeah but not it's not what you think it is sometimes and <laughs> yeah. like if they'll go to like a casting call and i always try to tell them i'm like you're gonna probably be there for a while just to let you know so like make sure that if you're gonna stay it, we could take up your whole day and i'm like well how long you think i'm like eh, plan on at least 12 hours and they're yeah. like what i'm like yeah the reality of it is not always like the glitz and glamour sometimes it's like horrible sleep deprivation and, yeah. and like purely caffeine fueled whatever rage yeah falling asleep on drive homes yeah done i've, I've done <laughs> a pull home. over and take yeah. an hour nap before you go home thing that's, yeah. that's always yeah I, I i try to urge anybody who's into movies but doesn't work in the industry to sign up to do a day or two of extra yeah. like extra work mm -hmm. because that way you can at least dip the toe yeah, yeah and it really puts it in perspective for you like i had my mom work on out of the furnace or something can't remember what it was but she was on for three days and she was so excited day one and it was like three overnights i think and it was at uh a drive-in or something and woody harrelson whoa so i can't remember if that was out of i don't remember what movie it was this is a while ago <laughs> but out of uh, the furnace sounds like that yeah that rings yeah, right? that sounds in, yeah. Right. yeah that sounds think, right yeah so <laughs> she's at like i think it was the drive-in that jared did a near or not yeah so, yeah that drive-in was real popular yeah so kind of stuff. she was like there and she's just sitting in a car like with some other stranger for like fucking <laughs> like nine hours straight and <laughs> they're just kind of they'd both never done it before and she was like i had a great time with this guy like yeah. we, had, we had so much fun and i was like that's cool and then like the last like yeah sounds bad right <laughs> sounds great yeah had a drive-in yeah like, yeah you know. we all know what's going on <laughs> yeah mama walsh giving out handies yeah uh, but so but like the last 45 minutes or whatever like was when they actually got any like takes with woody yeah and she was just like blown away about how much time happened leading up until the actual filming she was like what the fuck dude this is crazy and i was like yeah that's completely normal yeah and she went the next two days and it was just the one scene for the three days and uh, that like blew her mind and i was like yeah this is that's the work that's what yep <laughs> yeah then you can like appreciate it watching a movie more or maybe i don't know or even just know. like commercials and stuff that like <laughs> blows for 30 seconds and then it's like oh well that took like six days to do yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's crazy we i was just at a screening for a movie a local movie which i will not name yeah but, of course <laughs> uh, after the the q a <laughs> after the screening there was like a q a and benedict and i were there with each other watching it and Love him. we were like man why why 
it seems like everybody here is like over 50. It seems bizarre for like a movie screening. I don't know what's going on. This is really weird. And then once the Q and A's happened, almost every other question wasn't even a question. It was just, we realized they were all extras of the movie. Yeah. And they were just like, let's give a round of applause for the extras. And they're like, yeah. And then like everybody is standing. Oh, people are standing up and clapping. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and then there'd be like a question about something and be like, then this older lady is like, yeah, I was in this for four days and I didn't even see myself in this. Like, it just goes to show you. And the, and the directors are kind of just sitting there like, fuck. <laughs> These are not questions or this is not useful advice at all. Yeah. It, it was, just... yeah, it was funny, man. <laughs> but yeah, it goes to show like a lot of these people probably they didn't expect who knows what they were thinking going into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> man, yeah, it's like you need like an equation to say, okay, is there one like one minute of film or will equal even if there three, was at I least three days of accurate. shooting time or something? There's got to be yeah. something. But yeah, it's always like a lot more than you think if you've especially oh, yeah. if you've never been on a set before. it's just like a safe rule of thumb whatever you think it is add at least a few hours yeah <laughs> like, like, yeah well and i guess it depends on what style of movie you're shooting or how quick cuts are and stuff yeah it's i think it's really nuts. it's dependent on like who you have it's the the key is like knowing who you have how they work you know what you're getting yourself into i think is is the the trick there <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to think of some of the short stuff that we've gotten involved in in the past where trying to make those kind of judgments where you're like we've tried to decide like what gear we need because I have a ton and it's like, all right, what am I gonna, like? Don't I got to prioritize like what I'm going to need. But if you go in there half cocked and try and just bring everything, you're just going to be in chaos if you try and not bring the thing that you need you're screwed (laughs) yeah definitely i mean that's such a huge part of like the the lighting pre-pro right like figuring out what what the dp wants to use like okay so this is how i view it like sometimes you'll get this dp who comes from out of town and they'll have a whole bunch of their stuff yeah or they have a company with somebody or some kind of kickback from someone and they're they'll have some brand new light that you've never seen before that is either like cutting edge in like an actual company that you like and want to see or it's some fucking crazy shit that they made some in a basement weird foreign <laughs> yeah. design thing yeah, yeah. that like does not have a manual in english <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like not used for movie stuff it's like used for djing yeah or whatever. exactly and they're just like yeah check out these are these are awesome man and you're like they're not <laughs> From an, op- <laughs> from an operating room. Yeah, right. Stole. It's, it's like a the dentist thing. Yeah. This will revolutionize close-ups here. Yeah. Man, you stole this. It's a ring light, <laughs> man. It's a ring light. <laughs> Gee, I got this from a... It's from meant a, to be mounted to a desk. What is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I got this from an auction from a Soviet fucking <laughs> lab. Yeah. That's what it feels like sometimes. You'll get these these crazy things that these people make. And, so, and then a lot of those times they insist on using those yeah like the special things that they have because it's they're trying to go after some effect or something that they're yeah. they got in their mind or which, or it's just like if they brought it and it's there they want to justify having bought this stupid thing yeah. <laughs> or yeah. a cool no. thing whatever yeah i've been there myself so i kind of get that oh i've been <laughs> on both sides of this for yeah. sure yeah and that's like always an interesting and sometimes that's cool because then you discover like a new tool that's really fun yeah. and useful other times it's, it's just like a waste yeah but then like i just did a i just did something with this uh dp i never worked with before and we went through kind of his wish list of stuff that he wanted and then he was really cool because he said well and if none of this if you think we can achieve what we're trying to do with different tools then i don't care what we use just like use your discretion i was like now that yeah that's the kind of relationship you want like where they trust that you can do the job they're not going to force you to use specific instrument yeah that is i think like signs of somebody 
Well, I think that's a key too in just like a lot of different positions is like trusting the people you hire on to know yeah. what they're doing. Like if you, if like, say if I like come up to you and I want to hire you as a gaffer, it's like, I want to bring you in because I know I can trust you and not have to micromanage you. It's like, yeah. I want you there to cover that end of things so that way I don't have to out about it. And it's like, I w- it's happened so often I feel that like people hire you on because they want to feel smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think that's a lot more in like commercial world that that happened. Where, yeah. and, and, and I do kind of get it because from that standpoint, if they just hired some local person that they, because they had to hire local, they might just go, okay, uh, who knows if this kid knows yeah. anything. They don't know you. That's like feeling it out. It's like, do I trust this dude? Like, Yeah. And, and then sometimes it's just like, you're literally just there relaying fucking commands from this person. Yeah. Where like, which sometimes is nice because you can kind of just phone it in. Yeah. One of those jobs where it's just like, hey, so we're just laying this, laying this, whatever. And then you're just kind of going, cool. And then you turn and you repeat that to your guys. <laughs> and then you just go and do this. And it's like, okay, well, didn't really have to think today. Yeah. yeah. Those are the days like where it's more Just grab a Red Bull and cozy up. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there's the other ones where <laughs> you'll have someone else be like, yeah, so here's the, here, not maybe not even, not even here's the frame. Let's be like, yeah, so we're just kind of shooting over here. And so what do you think? And you're like, can I see a frame? Can, yeah, can, can, can I see what we're seeing? Like, what's your lens? And they're like, ah, we don't know it's yet. It's gonna change. It's it's variable. Yeah, uh, hard to say, bud. And you're like, ah, fuck. Okay, so, oh, like, what kind of mood are you going for? That's yeah, that's, yeah. Like what we were saying before of having the having a relationship where you can trust each other, or ha- like if you know what the kind of what the person likes, like their lighting style. I also think that comes down to like you said before, pre pro. It's yeah. like pre pro is god when it comes to this stuff. The more you can know up front and get in there get it and get out the better off you are it's like that's why location scouting is so important that's why <sighs> yeah and i think that's the thing that I like especially in, in the indie front like a lot of people overlook i can't tell you how many times i've been involved in projects that have no pre-pro yeah. at all <laughs> yeah absolutely it's and like it makes the dp gaffer relationship the sound relationship makes all those things that much harder when you don't know what you're getting yourself into yeah like i, I would even well I, I hesitate to say it because i think we should always have scouts and prep days but I would, I know personally, I sometimes feel like I would rather have, if it was between the two, I'd rather have a scout day Yeah. to see all the, all the stuff so you can have a plan going into it rather than just come in on the first day and then be like, yeah, so here's where we're shooting. And you're mm-hmm. like, you know, there's one outlet in this whole floor, right? <laughs> and like, it's also, like, well, you how do you even do this? That's the other thing. I how many times have I seen you like go through and like check wattage? It's like, yeah. you got to know what you're getting yourself into. Like the gear you're going to be running, can you operate it from a location? Are you going to have to bring outside power? Are you going to have to get this or that? Like it's thousand mil elements to all of it oh dude yeah like we just we just did this the thing with the dp who is really respectful of of us <laughs> he had like i don't think he scouted until like a day before the location the first day of shooting and so we came in for a very short prep day and it was the first time we got to see it and so he's kind of running us through everything and it's like yeah so we really want some sodium vapor look through this back bedroom window and we look and it's like we're shooting in Dormont. So it's the crazy hillside house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where the front door is on one street and the back right. door is like four stories down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> legit. The basement was two stories up. Oh my God. From the one street. So then and then they wanted to shoot in a on the second floor. Doubling this, up combo riser. It's like 40 feet, right? <laughs> so Jeez. he's like, Yeah, uh, is there any way? And we're like, nah, no, dude. <laughs> like, like this would be hard even with like a 60 foot condor. Like you wouldn't really be able to hit this here. You so, can't yeah, you can't even get a condor in there without oh, narrow those. Yeah, it's like also it was like they didn't have a budget for a condor. So they're like, yeah, <laughs> this ain't really happening, bud. <laughs> so and and like a lot of a lot of the action happened in this room. So it's like, damn, if we had scouted this sooner, or maybe even getting like G and E and camera involved in the initial like 
picking of some of these locations, which isn't really normal, but yeah, it's, it saves you so much on the back end because then you're just, you're, you're just fighting a location that you're not supposed to be at really rough. Yeah. Like, and then on the day when you're trying to figure all that out, it's like, you're just losing time, which costs the whole production, like an insane amount, the more longer you go. And then everybody's looking to try and blame (laughs) and it gets ugly. Yeah. Do you run into that more often? Like going into a location and like for the first time it's like, okay, here's the, here's the frame. Here's what we want to shoot. Can we do it? Only on like indies. Okay. I mean, that never happens on like any of the unions. Well, I don't want to say never because sometimes. Like, never was, say never. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like, oh, we just added this spot. No one's seen anything. And then that's crazy. It's crazier on a larger scale like that because you have like hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. A lot more gears and wheels turning. Who are totally getting screwed. And it's like, what? Which is always so funny to me because like <laughs> as, as a department head slash like assistant department head. It's so funny when you'll talk to some other department heads about something like it'll be like, because we talk pretty closely with the rigging grips and, yeah. and the grips and everything. We'll both be like talking about what we think is happening the next day. And then we'll have someone from, I don't know, wardrobe or something walk by the hall and I'll be like, wait, do you, do you still think we're shooting at this <laughs> tomorrow? And we're like, what do you, what, what, what do you know? And they're like, oh, uh, you should check this email. And we're like, what, what email? And then, well, look, we don't have emails. And they're like, oh, well, we have this. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to go find somebody in set deck and see if they dress that house. Like what's going on? And then go over and they're just like, oh yeah, fuck. You didn't hear about this? <laughs> so it's well, like, clearly I didn't show yeah. on the phone. And it's, like, and it's crazy because like that'll happen on shows that are like 80, like 50 to $80 million or something. And and you're just like, how, how, how can we not get every department head on board with what's happening? Insane like, oversight. It's, it's crazy. So yeah, I don't want to say that it, it, that never happened. It definitely does. But no, I, I think like on the, on the bigger things, they're scouting enough that with the right people, that you go into it and you have a general understanding that it can be done. Even if you're worried about how to do it, like there are times we'll go on a scout and they're like, yeah, so this, we're, we're, we're definitely shooting here. Mm-hmm. Like I'll yeah. look and I'll, and I'll raise concerns about something and they're like, okay, but we can still do it. You're like, ah, oh. you don't want to say no. Yeah. Unless it's like a very just hard no. So you're like, yeah, well, yeah. And then you, you spend the whole like drive <laughs> yeah, yeah. home and you're just like, oh what man, <laughs> oh man, like how are we going to do it? And then, and then nine times out of 10, you do it and it's fine. And, and that, <laughs> You just you just hope that it's always one of those nine times. Yeah, a lot of a lot <laughs> rides on a hope and a prayer. In yeah, some, in some real. instances. <laughs> so let's pretend for a moment that I have no idea what I'm talking about, which is not true. Which is very ahead. true. Uh, let's say I've never gone to film school, <laughs> sure, or no production or no lighting specifically. Take me through like a normal day or like what you're looking at when you're going into a project. Like, <laughs> so for like when you mentioned like Condor before, even I was right, like, yeah, I think I know what they're talking about, but I don't know when you said Condor. So are we talking about I guarantee about the, you've seen them. Like, have uh, I seen them before? They're like, they're on four wheels and they're kind of like a, a basket with an arm. And you just drive uh, it. Yeah. You okay. see people like downtown, like cleaning windows. Yeah. Like okay. Rises. So that's, yeah, that's okay. And you can like, you can put flags and silks and stuff on them. Just right. to get them higher than you could like rigging, like off of the, off the ground. Level. Okay. Yeah, like we'll put lights, we'll put big ass lights on those and to simulate like sunlight or, or diffuse when you're in a moon. high-rise building or something like that. It could be any number of things, but they can, you can get where you can't get otherwise. Okay, all right. Yeah, they're for, yeah, a situation like what I was talking about before, that that would be, you'd have it up to make it high to simulate a street light or something. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have like 45-foot ones, you have 60-foot, you have 80-foot, you have 125-foot. There's also like 180s, which we don't use a lot, but those are very sick to be in. <laughs> <laughs> we got to like- Very big power. Go show. in one of those. When we were shooting a carry furnace the one day, we had one, and- 
my boss was like, like we had like a short day. I think I really like came in on a Saturday to wrap something out. He's like, anybody want to go top stick in this? And we're like, hell yeah. We do. And like, you get up there and you're just like, holy shit. Like you're yeah. not supposed to be this high. Humans weren't meant to do this. Yeah, dude. It's, it's nutty. But yeah. So I guess to answer your question, the, it, it kind of depends because on the big like union stuff, I work on rigging crew. Yeah. Most of the time. So like I, I do both, but primarily I'll do rigging crew. And so like how that looks is we go in a day or maybe two before, or sometimes even the day of like the morning before they come to a location and we go to supply the power for all of set. So we'll go, we'll land a generator or two or three, depending on how big the set is. We'll run the power to a whole bunch of different like distro boxes on set, whether that be for a light that we're going to use to light the mm -hmm. scene, whether that's for power for producers to charge their phones, whether that's for, <laughs> whether that's for hair and makeup. To, it's, it's stuff you don't think of, though, like just yeah, oh, you yeah. charge your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just love the memes with that. It's always like, oh, cam cameras like just got a USB plugged into the battery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, a, a quick, a quick sidebar. Sometimes when we shoot at a, at a place where we're using both the house power and our supply generator power, mm -hmm. we have to bond. We have to bond our power to theirs so that if there's a, a ground fault or anything, then yeah. if you're touching something, you don't get shocked between yeah. the two. Interesting. And yeah. And so usually you use like this little like connector thing and it goes on to just like, like a, the grounding cable outside or into the panel. But we were shooting in the, what's the fucking mall where MacBit is? They had the movie, the movie theater shit. Uh, some mall that's not really open anymore. Not Century uh, 3. I, th I think I know what you're talking about. Pittsburgh Mills? Pittsburgh. Yes. That's Pittsburgh it. Mills. Damn it. God damn. I was one second away, Brian. From getting I heard it. it. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> Anyway, long story short, <laughs> yeah. uh, we couldn't use our normal connector. So what you do is you take like a stinger or an extension cord Ooh. and uh, you rip <laughs> off the hot and the neutral and you just have the ground on both ends and then you plug it into the wall and then you plug it into our distro box and then you, you ground it. But you like, you tape this the fuck up because if you- If it touches anything, Yeah, it, if it's not in there, it's it's sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> not, not like we try to never do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I like all these, like, all this tape, like giant tail, like two feet of tape. And it's like, do not unplug- do not unplug, you'll die. And like a little yes. cartoon guy shocked. <laughs> and of Just course- a picture of Marv from- Yeah. <laughs> but of course, what happens? We, we come in- to help the first unit in and this is like already unplugged and just like chilling on the floor and it's like can people not read so yeah so and, and it's probably somebody being like i gotta plug my phone and they're just like what the fuck and like don't know how to put it in yeah it's like jesus dude so that's a huge huge sidebar but cell phones can be a safety hazard <laughs> psa yeah, yeah believe it or not <laughs> so yeah so like we'll we'll run the power for everybody and then we'll if we're gonna have condors like the lifts and stuff mm -hmm. we'll we'll set those up we'll put the lights on and everything we'll have those like ready to go so that whenever they come in to shoot that day they could all they have to do is flip the ballast and turn the lights on yeah ready to go and then they can like reposition them and stuff and or what we, we spend a lot of time putting stuff in ceilings whether it be like overhead lights or some kind of led stuff and then if it if we're not doing a location day we're just doing a bunch of stuff on the stage which is hanging sometimes like 200 lights around set <laughs> building. Yeah. But multiple bars, right. We'll have a bar that goes like the main thing. And then we'll have beneath that. And then what we've been doing recently is for the overhead lighting inside of sets, we'll have a whole bunch of light mats, like light mat fours. Yeah. Those things are awesome. Yeah. They're nice and flat. And then, so we'll put those on pulley systems so that you Whoa. can pull them out and drop them in. Yeah. Kind of set it where yeah. you get it. Yeah. Like the, the, the movie that we just wrapped for the strike. Was that? It was the Lee Daniels movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 
Demon House or The Deliverance or whatever the hell yeah. it's called now. Yeah, <laughs> Change, changed five thousand times. Maybe it'll change <laughs> again. Yeah, but yeah, each one of those like each one of those sets had probably like fifteen light mat fours that we had on those, and you Ooh. can drop them in, which was a really cool system because then you can drop them in. Yeah, to basically right here, you can just mess with them, put like always on or whatever. Yeah, sometimes you'll do that with, with motors, depending on the budget. Big Marvel stuff, everything's on motors. Yeah, I was going to say, they pretty much just are automated at that point. Yeah, which is sick. Yeah, so we'll do that, and then we'll change out any of the practicals. We're wiring all kinds of goofy shit, and then we're also like putting so many of the LED stuff now is controlled wirelessly. Ooh. So we're running running all that kind of stuff. We're running like Ethernet, running DMX. We're doing yeah. all that shit so that the board op can control that. So yeah, that's kind of like what a day is like for rigging electric. For electric, mm -hmm. the on-set guys, I mean, they'll come in. The trucks are all there. They're dumping out their trucks for the day, tweaking some lights, trying to just get the general vibe going. And then like one or two people will be directly on set. They run in. They're, they're kind of the people who are handling what's right by the actors. And then, yeah, just kind of... It gives me so much respect too for like I, I know there's it's a separate union, but to the guys who do like stage shows for like over at Ascrejure and everything that yeah. comes in town, it's like it's kind of like the same animal in some ways. I know each artist like brings in a lot of their own gear, has their own setup that they do, so it's a bit of a different animal. But it's like a lot of knowledge crossover, which is kind of cool. Oh, absolutely, especially for like rigging, like with us, a lot of the stuff that we do is pretty pretty easily transferred to that to that world. And like a lot of the the board ops on movie stuff are like live live yeah. event guys. That's or, yeah. I mean that's smart because like they know what they're doing with all that. So yeah. So yeah, and it's crazy. Just like the 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 more we're coming to rely on LED stuff, the more technical things are getting. Yeah. With all of this wireless control of lights and shit. And when I first got into the union, like because you know we come from film school. Yeah. Where we're not doing anything on these large scales. No. Yeah. No. Right? Like it's all eight man crews. Like <laughs> yeah, or even like if, indies yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. It's you're doing such smaller scale stuff. And I did that for a couple of years before I did anything union. So I thought like I knew everything. Right? Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm fucking good at this. <laughs> and, and so then I go on like my first day of like rigging electric and I'm just like, shit. I'm like, I know what's up. And they're just like, hey, grab this four-aught cable. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> they're just like, you know, what, like, like who hired this guy? And I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, like, I, just because I, I didn't even know what rigging crew did. I just knew yeah. that this guy that I had worked with, he was like, yeah, I do this and I can get you, I can try to get you into the union. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I probably would have been so much better off like going on set just because I knew how all that shit worked. I'd done yeah. that for like four or five years. And they're just like, yeah, pick up this this piece of cable that weighs 112 pounds. And I'm like, what? <laughs> there's like all these different sizes. And I'm like, fuck, this is crazy. So then like that shows you the whole other side of this industry yeah. that they don't teach us at all in school. Yeah. You don't see on indie. Well, I talked to Hugh. You and I talked to Hugh back in the day quite a yep. bit. But I like I always said like he should be like, or, and somebody should be running like rip and electric segment of that school. Because like. Absolutely. It's that and I think music are like the two biggest things lacking there is like they need programs for that stuff because eventually it comes to the point where like people need that stuff it's like these aren't just like simple like little two or three man crews it's mm -hmm. like this stuff gets can get out of hand really quickly i think of how many student productions that we were on that like didn't account for wattage and stuff and they're running like multiple hmis oh like yeah, getting, yeah dude <laughs> getting like crazy hazardous for some of these situations and i'm like man they should be teaching that <laughs> yeah and and i like thought about that before because i'm like man they didn't teach us anything about electricity and then i, I like look back and i'm like I, they totally did none of us just gave a fuck we're like that's not cool like oh, i want to talk about fellini like, don't don't well no like 
<laughs> like they did, it was taught, but it was like I feel like there should have been a dedicated. Yeah, it was backburnered for, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was like it was always attached to cinematography or like in some cases post for certain things. But it was like I I really felt like there should have been like a dedicated program just for well, how to. Well, there is that's just, getting into like trade. Well, but stuff, yeah, it's still but just it's like, like the 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 science behind it and just knowing like the practicality of knowing like you just said I don't want to have an explosion or trip yeah, something. Like it's yeah. you got to know like a, a little bit of math and what's going on here. Yeah, like I mean. What's, what's the one thing? Ohms or something? Is that, yeah. is that a, that's a thing, right? It is a thing. I think that's You're a correct. thing. I don't know if that's relevant it's to our thing. discussion. Yeah, it's not as relevant <laughs> of it. the other parts of electricity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that or I think about how we had, we had a six by frame yes. at SPS, which is crazy to me. I, and nobody ever used it because nobody could get it going. Right. Like, I remember, I remember getting it out because I had like seen them on commercials and I was like, do we have like eight buys? And they're like, no, we have the six. I actually think thing. I remember you guys doing that. Yeah. It was for uh, Jared Passant or no, Sam Moscow's. I worked that. That's why. Cause I worked on that. Yeah. It yeah. was like on Joe Hammer square. Yeah. And it was this Joe. super ambitious Joe Hammer square. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Ham- Blast Blast with Joe Hammer slammer. Yeah. What's <laughs> 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 Was there a real Joe Hammer? Was it named after a real guy? I have I no idea. So. No think idea. Think how legendary but I that dude would be. Yeah, there plenty dude. of times. He's like, I got my own street, and it's like eight <laughs> decrepit. Or I just like eight. I just by picture eight like a Paul Bunyan looking dude, like walks in with a sledgehammer. Like, <laughs> Joe Hammer. <laughs> It's like, yeah, like uh, all, all I know is for sure there's one house of a bunch of baseball guys who are probably assaulting people and then like, and like a whole bunch of shitty fucking punk cinema kids. Just like cross the Maybe street, also, like standing I don't know. off like footloose. Like, yeah, right. It felt like that, dude. Like, you'd be, it did. Oh my God. You'd be on that porch like smoking steaks and those people be over there just like having their keggers. I remember the night, it was, there was like a crazy night. I, I know that and like, I won't put their names in this, but. <laughs> no, no, do it. Put it for like doing this like epic standoff like you want to f- fucking say something buddy? And like, it was just like tur- it was turning into footloose oh, like, yeah. across the street it was insane it was yeah Joe Hammer man I hope he drives by and just like yeah my leg is <laughs> <laughs> on his on his blue ox he just comes yeah. walking <laughs> Fuck. Oh my uh, God. The point being, <laughs> yes. point being, there was a, a super ambitious like oneer that would have like, <laughs> I, we had to nix it because of like very technical reasons. Yeah. But it was like all these crazy fucking this idea, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we got to get like this eight by frame or six by frame here. And like, I had never, <laughs> they didn't teach us how to use those, right? So I'm like, put it as high as it can go. Exactly. And it like didn't fall over, surprisingly. Uh, but yeah. They don't teach us anything about how to tie that shit down. Like, I'd like to think that now SPS like has better gear and teaches people how to do that stuff a little bit better. I'd actually be kind of interested to see how they're doing things now. Yeah. <sighs> do, do you think they still have KW2s? <laughs> like, dude, I've dude, never seen those on dude, another you, set in my life. Were you on my P4 at all? Which was, uh, I had, I got every single KW2 that SPS had out Sick. and I rigged an entire green screen set in the gym in the <laughs> oh I heard about this yeah no yeah. I didn't work on this Scott Lindsay was on it Dave Light was on it who else was on it? a bunch of people floated in and out but I was I thought I was gonna like lose my mind because like the <laughs> the pure like just mechanics of rigging that much at the time like blew my blew my head off totally like, yeah <laughs> It's like uh, just I just accounting for the wattage and like the location and stuff. I'm like, this is there's so much shit. Something's gonna explode. Yeah, like, something's gonna catch on fire. Yeah, but it was like it went off without a hitch. And you know, like I even how I rigged it, I had like sandbagged to the floor. It was like this, <laughs> the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, 
Dude, yeah, it's and it, it's so funny because you come out of school thinking like, oh, dude, I know shit. You don't, like, you I'm don't fucking know so dick. good. Yeah, that, <laughs> yep. And it's like, arguably, it's, it's better that they sometimes get these permits who like don't even know, never been on set because then yeah. they don't have any attitude towards anything. They can just come in and be a blank slate. Yeah. Versus like sometimes people who come from like come from college from it are just like, oh shit, like, <laughs> wait, what do you mean this is wrong? Like I just spent four years doing this yeah. totally incorrectly. Yeah. Well, it's like I think that's why it's like that that harsh trial by fire, jump into it and just figure it out, like is kind of the best way to do it. Cause it's like even coming out of school and like having a certain knowledge base, it's like you're not gonna learn in any other way than just doing it. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's really cool now because I don't know who who this is set up through, but our union just did like a class for the grips and the electrics. They had, it was like, you sign up for this class. I don't know if it cost money. It, I'm sure it had to have. Yeah. Or if it was grant based, I don't know exactly how it worked, but they had like, like 12 or 15 kids for both departments. And they came in and they had people from our union, like teaching them stuff with the, the, the end goal being when you finish this class, if you get called to work on a movie, like you'll know generally what's going on. Like yeah. you can come in and we can be like, hey, grab this so-and-so thing. And you won't just be like, uh, deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. That's super sick. Yeah. Just give you a jump start at least so you know where to start. Yeah. And I think that's like really awesome that they're doing that because like you can kind of, I don't want to say that gripping electric is like more difficult in any way or I, I don't know. Like, I would say that it is. It just I, seems like those I, are, I will say that <laughs> those are like really highly specified like skills. I mean, I so is like makeup and shit. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Well, I mean, they are, but it's like there's there's a certain technical knowledge and I think a certain hazard set that goes with those professions right. mm-hmm. that yeah. I think can't be put in the wrong hands. Like True. Yeah. Yeah, it would, it's <laughs> especially yeah, like with like a lot of live power and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I think that that's really cool, and I and it'd be I don't know if that exists for camera. It would be cool if they had these things just so instead of like this really accepted thing that is when you have a permit lister like come in on on set and you're just like oh these fucking kids they don't fucking know anything. It's like I always, <laughs> always be like uh uh uh, and, and I always try to be like yo <laughs> you you like super specific people too yeah where i'm like hey i remember when you started this job four years ago and you didn't know shit yeah (laughs) exactly shut the fuck up like (laughs) like, people felt that way about you and now you're being mean and maybe that's like an uh, like a compensation thing of of being like (laughs) we don't need to get philosophical or uh psychological here but it's just (laughs) we can i'm all for it (laughs) it's like oh man i don't know that shit pisses me off because what's the point if you're all on the same team to make the movie in the first place like every department should try to like work towards the same goal yeah yeah. we're on the same team speaking of hewitt he has he always says we play make-believe for a living like why are we so fucking serious yeah no i've always loved that yeah and then even within your own department, it's like, why are you, why are you getting mad? Unless these like these new kids are just refusing to listen to you mm-hmm. and are just being total fuck off. Like, I don't know. Like what, why, what's the point of like hazing these kids? And that's not even hazing. Cause hazing implies that there's something to, once you finish this, you're going to get this great yeah. acceptance. Yeah. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, why, like why? So I think it's cool that we're doing these programs to try to teach people stuff so that they're equipped with the knowledge to come in succeed yeah no for sure no it's it's interesting and i think that that's an ever-shifting landscape that's becoming more and more interesting yeah yeah it's it's weird man 
And, and what I did like about that program too, is they were trying to like get more diversity, especially because like our like drip and electric can be very just one-sided. Yeah. (laughs) Not much diversity there. (laughs) And then, and then even when there like is like, dudes are just going to be creepy and shitty and it's like, come on. Yeah. It'd be better than this. There's a lot of memes to that end too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. I've I've seen firsthand the acquiring of call sheets and using of said call sheets for phone numbers. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, not to talk about a meme on a podcast, but my favorite is uh, dude. We talk memes. Do we talk, that's, that's pretty much what we do. We talk memes every week, <laughs> dude. The the one where it's like the it's like. <laughs> screen screenshot of the the text yeah. right and it's hey is this is this so and so is this so and so from whatever department and it's like oh yeah like did didn't think <laughs> i'm butchering this but it's Go like oh, i was like oh wow like duh, took my name from the call sheet like damn shoot your shot i guess and it's like no this is so and so from hr we have video footage you stealing like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gear. and it's like it's like just trails off and i'm like holy shit like perfect meme dude perfect meme pitch perfect because you should steal everything you can from set <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> oh, damn. Dude. You know, I've been out of work for nine months because I have no batteries. I have no Sharpies. I have no tape. Yeah. I'm like, this sucks, dude. <laughs> dude, the, the gaff tape stealing legend. Like, I, I love it. I love it. Every time I see it, like everybody's like, it's always like one dude, like, where's my fucking roll of gaff tape? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dude. there's like as you, one dude as you begin as you begin to pocket it yourself yeah, and you're just, uh, yeah. in the bag <laughs> especially like small core small core gaff tape yeah. man that's gold or psych tape like that glows, yeah. glowy psych tape that stuff's hard to come by these days dude there's a there's a day so on rigging crew usually like whenever we like end tv shows it's usually a week to a month of stage days yeah because it's just like you can you need less people it's easier to end and on that that last movie that we did, the gaffer was like, hey, I would really appreciate if the rigging guys were just like here. Everything is pretty much like done. Yeah. So and we did two movies in a row with this rig- with that gaffer and the same out-of-town rigging gaffer who's the coolest dude ever. And so he'd be like, hey, like, I, I know it sucks, but like, we got to stay here. Like, we can't like leave early. We just got to stay here for 12 hours, like on the stage. And so we're like, okay, so, but we got like nothing to do, right? So it's yeah. like, okay, like it is we understand that we're not doing anything, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, yes, they, everybody knows. It's like, okay, cool. So then it's just like two or three weeks of just total screwing off. <laughs> and like, we have like a tiny little lockup, like where, well, we have like our regular lockup where actual things go down. And then we have like a separate one across the hall that like we had blocked out the window for. And we're just like doing all kinds of experiments in there, yeah. right? <laughs> so like the 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 first, not the last show, but the one before that, I had bought like five hundred dollars worth of fucking Hot Wheels tracks. Hell yeah! And so dude. we were just we had like the whole room rigged up, and we're just like, like it was. <laughs> oh my it was, gosh! It was so sick. Fuck I, yeah, I dude. got a good video, but like, and it would take it took like days. For this, like this, to get it all the way around, and we had the teamsters coming in. They're just like, "What the?" <laughs> like, our teamsters, like, he's calling up. He's like, "You gotta come to Rigging Electric Lockup. This is some crazy shit." And we're like, "Oh man, dude, that'd be worth it just to hear what they're saying out of the walkie." Oh, it's it so great, and and like. Our, our boss, I was like, I don't know if he's like super down. Like he knows we're goofing in this room. Yeah. <laughs> and so at one point he like, <laughs> like the, the door opened up like this and this is where the start of the car went. And I was like super excited and we had it kind of like hidden away. And so I, the door opens up and I'm like about to do the car. <laughs> and, he, and like, he like comes in and everybody's like stops like what they're doing. And they're just <laughs> 
And then you're just there with the and, and I'm there, but this door is like blocking me. So I'm like, <laughs> like up on this Apple box. It's like, uh. and he's looking around. He's like, where's Cody? And everyone's like, oh, uh. he's like, huh? And he like turns around to close the door. I'm just like, yo, what's up, Joe? <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? That's incredible. He's like this awesome Chicago dude. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, check it out. I'm like, dude, he's like, and then he like got bummed. He's like, like, he would get so upset at this. It's like, could you do something more productive? Meanwhile, this guy's playing solitaire on the iPad. <laughs> I'm like, currently up while he's arguing. Yeah, I'm like, dog, this is so much more creative and like stimulating for the brain. Whole, giant, that was a giant tangent to the point of the yeah. batteries, right? Yeah. You're so bored the one day. We were just, I was telling people about how, how you late like how you light cigarettes in jail, yeah. like with, with paper clips and shit with an outlet. And so then <laughs> we, we just like, we had like a, a variable DC power supply and we wanted to just start lighting graphite on fire because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you take like the paper clips and then you take the, the graphite in between and then it, it goes. So I wanted to prove this. So I had to go to the first unit guy who were like also just kind of chilling. I'm like, yo dudes, we need some, we need some, some D bad real bad. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> is this like important? We're like, yeah, dude, this is for the LEDs. And they're like, oh fuck. So, so they're like looking through the their car and then like it kind of like this is like a downtime like yeah. the lights were set they're just kind of waiting for the director <laughs> to do his thing and, and so they're like oh fuck man oh, I think we got some on the truck so it's turning this whole thing like what do you need for them like the LEDs and so my boss <laughs> The my boss is like, hey, well, what do we need these D batteries for? I'm like, don't worry. Like, we got, it's a project on our own. Like, don't, it's fine. <laughs> Just total deflection. Yeah, now, like, everybody's concerned about, like, what's, why do we need these batteries? And then we got them, we're like, fucking cool. So, like, we go in and we just, like, put them all. It's <laughs> like, just trying to light this piece of graphite on fire. And we're like, catching this, this pencil on fire in the lockup as our boss kind of comes in. He's just like, what are you guys doing? And it's like, man, we made it, dude. <laughs> Only our professors could see us now. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Dude, it's so great. So, yeah, I think that answers your question of things yes. that happen in a general yes. day. Yeah, on, I think so. On union sets. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I so many commercials I like I like day played on and stuff and like back back when David was still in town like yeah. just hanging out in the grip truck like oh, just yeah. hammocks from one side of the racks to the others and like that's the yeah. dude th those were the days <laughs> dude yeah especially that that David speaking of that we got the hammocks really really honed in when we did the cardinal matter yeah oh yeah because we where the g and e dudes were staying we were about like 45 minute drive from uh base camp every day yeah and we had a penske truck that we drive up and the g and e, it was like me and three other guys and we had two two hammocks that we had set up in the back for like when we were just like chilling and i was like yo how we can get extra sleep put the hammocks up in the back and you can sleep in them in the back of the truck while i'm driving the, the base camp <laughs> so we do it was like me me just randy rocking. smith ben boyle and uh david and so it, and it would just like swap out every day i was like the only one who drove the truck because i didn't trust any of those guys to drive a truck yeah. at all <laughs> so i'd be like it's cool you guys sleep and so we'd just be driving up but then from the from the floor or from like the road to where the base camp was probably like a thousand feet of like a whole bunch of switchbacks yeah. so like the first day that we do that i'm pretty yeah it was like the first day i think it was ben and david in the back or ben and randy i can't remember but as we're like doing the switchbacks like the because we'd only laid in the hammocks while they were just like side by side yeah mm -hmm. while we were just like stationary they're yeah. like right really close but as we're going up they're like banging into each other <laughs> clipping buns dude and it's like you have this tiny little little partition that i can hear you're like oh <laughs> oh, 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 shit. I was just black like, and blue uh, as hell. <laughs> like, well, we need to spread those out. But then the I ended up not. I had to fly home for a court date, so I didn't oh, drive back because we we drove it from Pittsburgh to Wyoming. Yeah, it was like a thirty two hour drive. They drove back and they were like, "Oh, well, we can we can just do this all in one shot." <laughs> 
if we <laughs> drive on the highway with two people in the front and two people just sleeping in the hammocks. So they just drove back from Wyoming doing that. <laughs> that's incredible. Insane. Yeah, damn, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I mean, no, no, no day of film working is it's not the same unless you're eating your lunch on the back of a lift gate. Yeah. On a truck. Nor should it. Like, yeah, you know, know. <laughs> like there's, some of the best stuff happens there. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like once everything's set, you have everything where it needs to be. They're just shooting. And then it's just like the in-between time. That's where that's where that's where the magic happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then like on these shows, like if you're doing like 12 hour minimum days, you're working at least 60 hours a week with mm-hmm. these people. And it's always running around for 45 minutes straight, like getting doing the setup, maybe like an hour and a half of doing a setup. And then it's like an hour of just sitting there bullshitting yeah, yeah. with people. And it's like a little different now because like cell phones are so ubiquitous that you're, you'll generally have like 10 minutes of talking and then like you'll fuck around on your phone for half an hour. And then people will be like pacing around and be like, then you start talking again. Mm-hmm. But I, I miss like four or five years ago where it was just you sitting there just playing silly ass games with yeah. everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the bonds got tight. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's dude, what I like, too. On the, we did in like 2019 or before COVID, we had done two back to back shows where we would do like 35 days with no days off on Rigging <sighs> Crew. And it was That's a lot. We're yeah. talking like, 14, 15 hour days, like uh, crazy uh, shit. Stringing just straight uh, insomnia for months on it. Dude, it was, it's, it's chaos, man. And like that on Sweet Girl, the Momoa thing, I actually fell asleep while I was driving between locations and just slammed into a car in front of me. I was like, oh. I was like, I had like, yeah, dude. And like shit. Luckily, luckily, I think the dude I hit was like, didn't have a insurance or something. I don't know. Cause I was like oh, trying damn. to get his info. Luckily. Yeah. yeah. I was, <laughs> <laughs> maybe this, this is a crime i don't know but, uh, i got his info and he was just like oh yeah yeah and like and i was like yeah uh because i had a, a giant i had my sprinter at the time and yeah. i didn't did no damage to me and it kind of like fucked his car up and i'm like yo here's my info here's my all my shit he's like yeah, yeah thanks man and he's like drove away and i'm like that was that's crazy and then, like, I, I get to i get to the next location which was at like wqed and there's like this giant there's like all the stuff from mr rogers there and there's like a big big bird or something yeah it's like a big statue and so i get there <laughs> and the dp was coming in to see the pre-light for what we were doing in there and my boss was like hey and i was like i i need to tell you something i i, I slammed into a car on the way here because i fell asleep <laughs> like i haven't had days off in like like a month and a half and he's yeah. like oh shit I'll, are you, you okay i'm like i think yeah and, and he's like okay well we're gonna need someone to stay over time for when the dp comes so we can do this i'm like and our best boy is like no no <laughs> <laughs> he just told you he wrecked his car he's going home he's not staying i, I was it. like oh damn <laughs> But at that Dude, time, it's awesome that you had somebody in your back pocket looking out for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 and like even then, my boss was, and I, I adore that boss. He was just, he had so many things going on that he just wasn't even thinking. He was like, "Oh my god, you're right. I'm sorry." Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'll, I'll, it's overtime, dude. And my best boy was like, "Just shut the fuck up. Don't." He's like, "You live right across the street. Just please go home after 12. I'm like, "All right." But point of that being, like, <laughs> on that show, I was spending more time with my coworkers than like anybody in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're spending like, like it's like 90 hour weeks and shit. Yeah, it's practically so, living with people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and I'm so fortunate that like I work with a lot of my very close friends, college and, and outside of that. So like that's it makes it a lot easier. I can't imagine what that'd be like if you're working with people that you, that you, hate, you, that you hate. It would oh, suck. My, yeah. yeah. Oof, brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It's a really weird industry. <laughs> well, yes, I think that's why like we all get into it is because honestly, for each other, it's like you you want to make a shot look good because you want to see like your close colleagues like be like, all as a team effort. Be like, yeah. That, fucking nailed it got it yes 
And it's like, I think that that stuff is what definitely what kept me going. I know, I know in, in at least some instances is what kept you going. Like, Oh yeah. It's like, you just, you just want to keep like, keep everybody happy and get the work done. Right. Yeah. It's weird because my wife always jokes that I have like uh, an unhealthy, like toxic relationship with the job, which like we totally do. It's crazy. It's like, just the nature of it. Yeah. And, and I think it's a little different because like we, we all went to call it like at least most of our group of friends, right? Yeah. We liked making movies or we liked seeing movies when we were kids, continue to do that through our adolescence, like went to college for it. And then we commodified our passion into a job. And so like, <laughs> it's hard because our job is also like our identity of our hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So other people who have like a job that they just fucking hate, it's like, okay, yeah, you can pretty easily look at that and say, well, that's stupid. Just like quit that or, or change things in your life to stop that. But it's like, since we don't have the power to really change the fact that we're working 60 hour weeks minimum yeah, and we just love what we do, like that, that little bit kind of hits you back of your head of like, wow, this fucking sucks. Like, oh, it's like so bad and stuff. But then like, then you look at some shot and you're like, wow, that looks sweet though. Yeah. That looks really cool. That's sweet. <laughs> Sometimes it's like minuscule, but it's like when you do see that magic, that magic happen, it, it does pay off. Yeah. Or like the rare time that a movie that you work on is actually good. And I mean that strictly, well, well, no, like <laughs> it allows, I totally get what you mean. <laughs> it's like the ratio of like the anguish to quality is not For always sure. great. It's not necessarily that something wasn't good. Maybe just not as good as like hard, straight 60 hour pain and anguish. From yeah, right. On end. And it's, and it's better. I like that. We're not really doing as many of the, the rust belt fucking cop dramas that we did for like three years in a row in pittsburgh or it's like i don't want to watch this shit no one watches this shit there's a reason it gets canceled after the first season Uh so it's like you do that and you're just like busting your ass and then like it like it's for nothing nowhere for fucking nothing yeah the few times you get to like work on something and it comes out and you're like damn that was really cool yeah that feels that is great and and that's one of the reasons you keep doing it yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just like because there's that that one chance that it's like, yep, you get that really good experience. Yeah, living on a hope and a prayer, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Then there's the the inverse of that, like when we did Mind Hunter, which <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, I've heard so many horror stories, dude. Yeah, th- you could. Yeah, there could be a pretty much ruined of life. <laughs> <laughs> it ruined a lot of people's <laughs> lives, man. It I know was- it ruined. <laughs> life like it was terrible yeah but like i was living in new york at the time and i came back for like a week or i came back for like a couple days and my to do something and my old boss was like hey like come can you work the whole week and i was like yeah yeah i guess like new york is expensive i'll do this week and like also like david fincher hell yeah yeah Yeah. so i i it was like this it was what ended up being the opening scene of the show like in braddock and it was a week long setup because like they they're like we're doing this crazy fucking drone shot we're gonna see all of everything so it took a week to rig that fucking one scene and it was absolutely crazy dude we had like we had like 12 18ks we had like so many generators damn half of braddock was rigged it was completely insane and it was like really stressful because i thought i'm like oh i don't live here anymore i'm just coming in to like help out throw some cable and yeah. my boss like hands me a map and is like, so you're in charge of the, the, the <laughs> south side of this. And I was like, what? I'm like, dude, what the hell? And it was like all brand new people, like all these kids yeah. who never worked on movies. It was like so stressful for me. And I'll leave out all the like the nonsense. Although two dudes had to carry an 18K up like like I don't know, like a 10 story building because they didn't Ooh. have an elevator, it was abandoned. They had to get Hell it up no. there. Yeah, super fucked up shit. Two people on it alone is bad enough. You throw the high rise like on yeah, top of it. Like completely insane. So then it they they start to shoot like on a Friday night or something. And there were like some issues and it was just like and it was like raining really bad. And I was just like, man, I'm so glad I'm fucking done. But like this is gonna be dope when this yeah. show comes out. 
So then a uh, show comes out like, you know, a year later or something. And <laughs> I'll never forget, dude, I'm laying on my bed with my laptop <laughs> on my belly. And I'm just like, this is sick, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, watching it. And it's like the opening shot. I think it's the exact opening shot. And it's this like this drone shot. And I'm like, oh, they did it, man. And like a, like a half of a second. And then it's just, mine, Hunter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the entire screen. And, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, it's going to go away. And it like stays. For like the whole shot, yeah. and and then like the drone shot's done. It just cuts to the ground, and I closed my laptop and just threw it across the room. <laughs> oh and man! Like, and just paced around my tiny little closet room that I was in. I was like, "This is fuck it." I was so mad. I was like, "Dude, holy!" And I guess I'm I'm like the extra who yeah. was like, "I worked for four days and I didn't see." I was just like, "I cannot believe this is this is fucking crazy." That that was like the opposite, where you're just like, "I cannot believe all this hard work went to that." Like this piece of shit. Dude, and that's that's my favorite Cody Walsh energy though, is like whenever like things are the chips are down and then you're trying to get the situation to work and then you're like fuck fuck dude, it's fucked. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I don't know, this show's over, it's fucked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to get bit I've tried to work on that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never think it's like bad i, I don't i really don't mean to make fun but it's, oh, just it's like funny. dude in the moment like whenever when tensions are so high it's like <laughs> i i need that laughter because it's just like dude it's like everything else is when that situation is fucked like oh yeah like dude you bring such a like a laughter energy to set that's so valuable oh, i appreciate yeah you need you need the the jesters on set man yeah to, to really <laughs> to survive it oh yeah absolutely <laughs> like i mean if you don't have that it's it because it can get miserable sometimes oh yeah and if you can't if you can't enjoy, laugh about you can't it, laugh about it it's it's you're gonna it's gonna make that day even long yeah. again it's we're playing make-believe yeah exactly stuff it's like yeah and that doing? keeps it in good perspective like obviously you want to do a good job you want to take it seriously but not take it too seriously not take it so seriously yeah. that it fucks up your life yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's like we're not surgeons we're not we're not in fucking vietnam like, yeah <laughs> relax yeah <laughs> like, like yes yeah everybody keep that like, perspective yeah. yeah chill out for a second people act like not making the day is the biggest end of the world thing ever and it's like yeah i mean we're wasting thousands of dollars if you don't make a day but like if it's about like something dangerous or or i don't know just like use your head a little bit mm -hmm. yeah but like you saying that kind of reminded me of like randy smith said something one time where he was like i was like you're doing somebody's p4 or something and i i was having i was like annoyed at something and like bummed out, but I was just like cracking jokes about some stupid shit. And Randy was like, I thought I had like pissed him off yeah. about something. And I was like, oh, and we're like eating lunch. And Randy's like, dude, like the biggest thing is you just need to be able, you need to be likable enough to be around for 12 hours. Because I think it's almost more <laughs> that, important than yeah. being good at your job. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a really good point, Randy. That is a good point. That is, yeah. a good, that is, that is like a fact of life right there. Yeah. You write Applies that one down. probably any industry. Yeah. yeah. You just need to be just likable enough for 12 hours. There you mm -hmm. go. Yeah. See, we got philosophy in there. You're yeah. not worried about it. Yeah. And, and, it, and it really does because I've noticed that, he told me this when I was like 19 or something, right? Yeah. And I still think about it now. And I'm like, yeah, there's like some people that I, I in our direct department who I'm like, man, they, they might not know as much as some of the other people, but like, I'd rather do some task with them because I know yeah. that like, they're going to have a good attitude about stuff. They're going to like make it fun. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be freaking out about shit. And, and then in addition, I think another great quality to have is if you don't know something, just it like own up to it. Own up to it. Yeah. Like, yo, I don't know how you to know do this. Like, how do you do this? <laughs> like the amount of times I've had to, like, someone's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And then they totally fuck it up. I'm yeah. like, 
dog, just tell me. Yeah. It takes 30 seconds to explain something. There's like, faking it till you're making it. And then there's just like lying. It right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. I, I, we've all had the thing like where you're on your first big set yeah. and you're like, someone's like, Hey, grab this thing. And you're like, Oh fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Being, being likable, being honest, uh, not, as honest as you honest. can be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause yeah, like we've all been there where you're just like, yeah, I know what that is. And you're like Googling, like, please fucking, why don't I have service? Oh shit. Yeah. And, like, and you're like, oh, what, what could, what could a Siamese be? Like, I don't know what the hell that is. I'm like, oh, these are kind this of fucking guy made that up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Dolly, Dolly key, Dolly, yeah. Dolly juice, cheese curler. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Dolly key is a great one. Dolly key is a great the, one. The Dolly juice, the cable stretcher. That's good. <laughs> The grip that is true. How like yeah. <laughs> sets have their own code. There's that own lingo that if you don't, which I know very little. It's so malleable. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, and it's so fun when like these because it's usually regional. So we'll have yeah. the like, LA crews coming into town. Yeah. Well, even the New York guys, like when <laughs> I was working up at BLG, I, I would look at the, the beadboard holder and I'd be like, Oh yeah. Anki bonks. And they're like, <laughs> what do you, what, <laughs> why do you call my, Oh, well, I've heard that it's called, that it's called that because when you open it, it goes, it sounds like it goes, bonk bonk. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> so is this like a youth thing or is this a Pittsburgh thing? I'm and then like, there's oh, duck bill. There's like a million terms. Sure, yeah. It. Yeah. So I love, yeah, it, it's always, it's always fun when you have some out of town guys say that like very recently, my buddy, Tom, he just moved to LA. He'd been working with our crew for like six years or something. Yeah. And there's these, these little things that you use. We call them Johnny rockets. I've only ever heard them called Johnny rockets, yeah. mm-hmm. but they're like a little piece of plastic with an adhesive on the back and you like stick it on something and mm-hmm. it has space for, excuse me, a, a zip tie. Yeah. So we'll do that. And it's like, if you're running a cable or something, so you can like route cable. Yeah. Keep it simple and easy. It doesn't really hold a lot, but you can also screw through it. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's pretty nice. They're super, super versatile. We use them all the time. It, it, it like 10 times a day. And so <laughs> Tom just moved out to LA. He's, he was on his like second or third job or something with these people. And he knew the the gaffer because he had done a show or two here. So he's like, yeah, this is great. I work with these guys. And, and Tom's like, Hey, where you guys got any Johnny rockets? And they're all like, what? He's like, yeah, the, the John, the Johnny rockets. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, the hamburgers, you, you know, know. So he like, give me some food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like Johnny rocket is such a ridiculous name. It is. So like, he like, he texts me and he's like, yo, dude, what are Johnny rockets actually? called i'm like what he's like oh dude what are they actually i'm like i have no fucking clue actually i like even when i buy them at uh at home depot i just know exactly what aisle they're in so i don't even think i don't have to ask people this like i don't know like uh zip tie adhesive back 3m holder i don't know and so he's like joking. He's like, man, I'm just so worried. These guys are going to start like, that's going to be my nickname here in LA. Be like, yo, Johnny Rocket. Johnny. <laughs> it's fucking Johnny JR is back there. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Like that's a term that we use like all the time here. And they're all just like this fucking guy. This fuck, yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> it's like, damn, man. Coming in here with weird ass Pittsburgh terms. Like, doing this for six years and we're coming here for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy shit. We have way too many, way too much lingo. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. I can't yes. tell you how much I appreciate you. you just even making the trip and just yeah, sharing, sure. sharing an hour with us. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, man. I'm glad. Anytime I, I can get a Cody Walsh story is like a greatest <laughs> endeavor. But to share it with with our audience in the world out there, sure, yeah, it's another level. Yeah, man. We've 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 had a lot of stories happen to us. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> it's yeah. our job to share them. <laughs> <laughs> to be the conduit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bonk, bonk. And they're like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>